Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky Markey Cancer Center and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment's Cooperative Extension Service. We will share with you the latest developments in cancer prevention, diagnosis, treatment, and research from the experts at Markey Cancer Center, Kentucky's only National Cancer Institute designated cancer center. Talking Facts is hosted by the UK Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Michael Gosky, a Senior Oncology Genetic Counselor at the University of Kentucky Markey Cancer Center. Welcome, Michael. Thank you for having me. So today, we're really going to focus in on the basics of genetics, but I wanted to start by asking you about your specific role. So I introduced you as a oncology genetic counselor. Can you explain to our listeners what your role is with Marquis? Yeah, yeah. And right, the name oncology genetic counselor, right? It, it's it's a long, it's a long one. It's big. <laughs> uh-huh. So ultimately at the end of the day, I am a genetic counselor. So genetic counselors, we went through undergrad and then we got into a master's program in genetic counseling. So I ultimately have my master's in genetic counseling. I sat for a board exam. So I am a board certified and licensed in the state of Kentucky genetic counselor. And then from there, you kind of get into different subsets or or different areas of expertise. And with oncology, meaning cancer, It ultimately means that every day I meet with either patients who have been diagnosed with cancer or individuals who have a strong family history of people being diagnosed with cancer. And I sit down with them. I talk to them about their personal history, their family history. Then we talk all about the benefits, limitations, drawbacks, importance of doing genetic testing and how it might impact that individual and how it might impact their family members in the future as well. So I know that that's a very big question, but could you briefly share with us what are some of the benefits of genetic counseling or genetic testing? Yeah. So I would say the benefits of sitting down with someone like a genetic counselor are that at the end of the day, you might have an idea, right? Your doctor might tell you a little bit about what to expect from a genetic counseling appointment. And you might come in with this preconceived notion of the things that we're going to talk about or how the appointment's going to go. And that's all well and, and dandy. But in sitting down with a genetic counselor, you might think of additional questions that you didn't think to ask your primary care doctor before scheduling the appointment. For example, I meet with plenty of people who they they are under the impression that this genetic testing is going to directly impact their chemotherapy regimen, for example. Well, sometimes it might. Often that is done through a different type of genetic testing. So in being able to sit down with people, we can kind of clarify those, those details about what this testing might mean for them individually, and it might 
right? They might not have thought to ask, oh, I, you know, didn't know that this was going to potentially impact my children, or I didn't know that by having this appointment that we would talk about, you know, maybe someone else in the family considering genetic testing first, because they might be a better person to start the testing. Additionally, sometimes people have questions about how genetic testing might impact things like life insurance or long-term care insurances. And those topics don't typically get covered when you meet with just a PCP or a gynecologist or anything like that before scheduling the appointment. But then when you come in, you are maybe going to get a little bit of overload of information. But then you have this point of contact in a genetic counselor who can answer those questions that you have either at that time in that appointment or as things progress and we get those results back, right, you'd be able to have someone that you could directly reach out to who could answer those questions given, you know, all of that additional information that they might have. So one of my follow-up questions was going to be what sometimes are people's hesitations? And I had thought through in my mind that it would be things such as life insurance and long-term care insurance. Are there other hesitations that you find that people have? Yes. So sometimes people are concerned about all of the recommendations that come along with a positive genetic testing result. Because we know that these genes don't necessarily impact only one area of a person's body. For example, right, there are genes that are associated with breast cancer and ovarian cancer. Well, they might be aware of breast cancer in their family, but they don't know going into it that well, maybe the recommendation is that they have both ovaries taken out at the end of the day, right? Or at some point in the future, rather. And so there is that hesitancy of of, that they didn't know that there would potentially be all of these extra things that could be recommended. The other kind of hesitancy would be, in general, that they just don't want to know. It's a lot of information that we can find in doing genetic testing, especially regarding cancer risk. And some people are just uncomfortable with knowing that, oh, their risk for developing breast cancer is elevated above the average person's risk. So sometimes people kind of decline genetic testing for that reason. Sometimes people end up declining genetic testing due to the idea of an out-of-pocket cost. I will add that the cost of genetic testing has come down quite dramatically over the last couple of years in particular, even you know, a couple of years ago, the out-of-pocket cost might have been several thousand dollars. Today, uh, at Markey and at other cancer institutes, I'm I'm certain of, we work with labs that have their own internal policies regarding insurance and billing and making sure that people who might benefit from pursuing genetic testing aren't facing undue burden. And so each lab has their own policies or intricacies that a genetic counselor would be able to talk to that individual about to say, you know, worst case scenario, if you had to pay entirely out of pocket for this test, the cost might be $250 or the cost might be $400 or something like that, where a genetic counselor will have sat down before the appointment to kind of get an idea of what testing they might recommend. And then all of the intricacies that are involved with that regarding things like cost. And so we're very fortunate to live in a time where the cost of testing has become less of 
that boundary or, or less of a thing to have to overcome, which I think in turn benefits many more people than it did in the past. So in your role as a genetic counselor, someone is not necessarily committing to genetic testing, but you help them sort through and weigh all the pros versus the um, potentially the hindrances or the concerns and really help them come to a decision of what is best for them and their family. I do want to ask about family and family history. So um, when I was younger and, and I was getting ready to get married, my dad would always joke with my brother and I, and he'd say, you want to know the genes that you're marrying? Like you want to know mm-hmm. what genes mm-hmm. you're bringing into the family? It was really in jest with him when he was saying it, but there is something about knowing a, a family history. Is that correct? Absolutely. And and I will add right to your point of, of my role as a genetic counselor, my role is right to provide the information and then support whatever decision someone has to make. So whether they want to do it, whether they don't want to do it, at the end of the day, right, it's my job to support that choice. And I will say, right, the importance of a family history, I feel like we we could talk for, for days about the importance of family history. Often, I find that people have some difficulty or hesitancy with sharing difficult diagnoses in the family. When someone faces a cancer diagnosis, they don't immediately want to jump to, oh, well, I have to tell my sister about this, or, oh, you know, my my daughters immediately need to know all about this, or my sons need to know. However, that piece of information is crucial because not only for how it would impact genetic testing, but we all know that Right, We share DNA with family, but we also share some other factors, like the things that we do, you know, the, the things that we do, the, the places that we are. And these tiny influences might make us see something like cancer diagnoses in a family more often than you would expect simply by chance. And because of those other risk factors and that family history, in turn, that might mean that someone qualifies for breast MRI on top of their mammogram every single year, regardless of genetic testing results. So in speaking with family members about these difficult topics, about these difficult diagnoses, it's the idea of knowledge is power, where you can become aware of these additional risk factors. And you might hear something that you had never heard before. You might, you know, have heard, oh, yeah, by the way, your uncle, he had a heart attack when he was 50. Well, that might inspire a conversation between yourself and your other doctors. And from there, right, you get, you end up getting better care and more information in the long run that can hopefully, the idea is, right, that we prevent these difficult diagnoses or, or, more intense diagnoses as much as we can, or, or reduce the likelihood that we develop those same concerns in the future for ourselves and for our family. Right. So as much as we can do to prevent and lessen now may help us in the future. Absolutely. Uh, Michael, as we wrap up today, if our listeners are interested in learning more about genetic counseling and just kind of understanding how it could benefit them or or even what type of information they may want to gather as part of their family history, are there resources available through Marquee that they could reach out to? Absolutely. Most physicians kind of across the state of Kentucky 
are familiar specifically with cancer genetics at Markey. So anyone could reach out to their PCP, their family doctor, their gynecologist about a referral to cancer genetics. And we're more than happy to meet with them or speak with their doctors about how to put in a referral. But kind of across the board in genetics, at the University of Kentucky, we do have various specialties regarding things like neurological concerns or pediatric concerns or even prenatal concerns. And across the board at at Markey, of course, we have a general genetics line. We also have at UK some general genetics phone numbers that, that we're able to provide. And we have websites online as well. We will put it in the show notes for our listeners because it's a whole lot easier to pull it off of there than as someone's driving to yeah, uh, yeah. to remember it. So yes, any additional resources, we will reference our uh, listeners to the show notes if there's a phone number and website that they can follow up with. Yeah, excellent. Great. Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. I think a really important topic that often as we're just busy rushing through life, we might not stop and think about, but that could really be impactful for the future care of either ourselves or our families. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for listening to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. Our goal is to connect you with the latest advances in cancer research in the Commonwealth. If you enjoyed today's podcast and have a suggestion for a future show topic, please message us on the UK Markey Cancer Center Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UK Markey or visit our website at markey.uky.edu for more information. You can find University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension programs at your local Extension office or online at fcs.uky.edu. Building strong families, building Kentucky. It starts with us.